Uh, we've been looking at the Gospel of Mark on Sunday mornings here, so just going to read um, the story of blind Bartimaeus from Mark 10, um, verse 46, following. Then Jesus came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, that is the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up, on your feet, he is calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now I love hearing stories of miracles. I love hearing about uh, when something incredible happens. When we uh, talk about miracles in school, I try to think of the best way to define it for, for young children to understand. And the best definition I've come across is that a miracle is something that only God can do. That's the best summary of a miracle that there is, something that only God can do. And I love hearing stories of miracles happening in people's lives, whether it's miracles of provision or healing or whatever it may be. It's always amazing to hear of those miracles. But there's no greater miracle in my mind that brings me more joy uh, than seeing somebody say yes to Jesus and seeing the transformation that takes place in their lives as a result of saying yes And as we've been baptizing people this morning and putting them in the water, that part of it is by far a privilege and a real joy to do. Great celebration. But I love hearing their stories. I love hearing what God has done in their lives. It's just so amazing to see that Jesus makes a difference in people's lives because it shows that he's alive and he's with us. And that fills me with joy and with hope. And so it is with this story of Bartimaeus, which some of you may have been familiar with already. And I'm not going to take away from the fact that the the healing of the blindness was incredible. uh, But I'm going to talk about some greater miracles that were taking place at the time uh, in Bartimaeus' life and in the lives of the disciples. Because it is amazing that he did receive his his sight. But before that, there were some things that happened that were really significant. The first is that Bartimaeus believed that Jesus could make a difference to his life. There's something about, he, something he'd heard about Jesus or, or witnessed, or, well, he wouldn't have seen that, but he would have witnessed through his ears the things that Jesus was doing, or maybe he'd heard about it from other people, and he believed that whoever this guy was could do something for his life. He believed that he could make a difference. He believed that there was something significant about what Jesus was doing. And the other thing I love is that Jesus is on his way from one place to another and is quite common for him. He stopped in his tracks in order to do something for Bartimaeus. That Jesus was prepared to be interrupted in order for something to happen for Bartimaeus. And then Jesus calls him. You know, baptism is a response to a call. A call from Jesus saying, come and follow me, that these guys have decided to say yes to. And Jesus calls Bartimaeus. Can you imagine what it would have been like for him to hear these words from the disciples? 
Bearing in mind that he'd just been shouting out and other people had been telling him to shut up. People have been saying he has no place, no right to call out for the name of Jesus. He's just not, just don't do it. You're a blind man, you're on the outcast, you shouldn't be doing this. Imagine hearing these words from the disciples. Take heart. Get up. He is calling you. Now you've been told by everybody else, you don't deserve this. But the one you're calling to has said, get up. Take heart. I am calling you. And so he then throws off his cloak. Now I've got to talk about the importance of this and the significance of this. Bartimaeus being a blind man would have been a man of very few possessions. He would have had no livelihood, no job, no work. He would have been begging in the streets and that's what he would have been doing every day. His cloak is likely to have been his only worldly possession that was of any value at all. Not only that, his cloak would have been the very source of his income because that's where money would have been placed. It may have even had money sitting on it at the time. And he was so expectant that Jesus was going to do something, he even thought, I'm not going to need this anymore. Even before it happened... He thought he wouldn't need his cloak anymore. And so he cast it aside. And there's a sense in whatever translation you have. Some people say that springing up. Some people say jumping up, leaping up, bounding up. Whatever translation you have, there's a sense of excitement and anticipation in this. As Bartimaeus leaps up, throws the cloak aside, and probably runs to Jesus. Guided perhaps by the disciples just taking his hand and leading him the way. And then he stood before the Son of God. And Jesus turns to him and says, Bartimaeus, what is it you want me to do for you? Now you might read that and think, what a stupid question. (laughs) Clearly it's obvious. He's blind, he wants to see. But the significance, I think, for Jesus in this, because obviously he knows what the guy wants. The significance is not in saying, what do you want me to do? For me, the significance is that he says for you. What do you want me to do for you? So Bartimaeus knows without any shadow of a doubt that even though he can't see him, Jesus is speaking directly to him and offering something that is uniquely for him. What I love is every one of those testimonies was different because every one of those people is individual and matters to Jesus, as we all do, individually. Corporately as well, but individually. And so he says, what do you want me to do for you? And Bartimaeus responds, I want to see. So Jesus does this healing, sight is restored, but then something else happens. Jesus says to him, go on your way. Your faith has healed you. But Bartimaeus does not go on his way. Bartimaeus follows Jesus along the road. Because of where this sits in the, in the gospel narrative, this is just before the triumphal entry where Jesus is entering into Jerusalem, Bartimaeus is considered to be one of the last disciples. And he followed Jesus 
along the way. His life was so radically transformed by an encounter with Jesus. He gave everything for Jesus following it. Just as these eight people have done today. And the thing that's amazing is that yes, Jesus did heal him and open his eyes physically. Even greater than that is he opened them spiritually. And that's why I think that the greatest miracle of all is someone responding to that call to follow Jesus. Because in order to say yes to follow Jesus, you need grace. You need to know that you need Jesus. And you need grace enough in your life. And the only person who can give you that grace is God, making it a miracle. Because it's something that only God can do. So you've just witnessed eight miracles this morning. If anyone ever asks you, as those children did to me last week, have you ever seen a miracle? Your answer now is yes. Because you've seen people give their lives to Jesus. You have seen a miracle today. The greatest of all. There is no greater miracle than that. Even if you see someone raised from the dead, nothing compared to what you've just seen. Because you have technically just seen people raised from the dead anyway. Because Jesus didn't come to make bad people better. He came to make dead people alive. And these people are now alive. And so we praise him for that. We praise him for what he's doing. These are just some of the things that make Jesus worth following. As these guys have done today. And so we pray for them. And for ourselves. Let's just spend a moment just praying. Jesus we thank you. For those who have made that commitment today. That commitment to follow you. Thank you Jesus that you are offering each of us that call to follow you. And that responding with a yes and amen is the greatest miracle of all. And if you're here this morning and you want to to do that maybe for the first time or maybe a recommitment I just want to invite you to pray this prayer with me Jesus thank you for your love for me thank you for dying for me sorry for living life my own way and I choose today to receive your grace to live my life for you Holy Spirit help me in that decision and in my life Amen